Hey everyone, this is Rob. Hey, Michelle. And welcome to Boon Babe, your weekly podcast and everything you need to know about old school RuneScape. All right, this week up on the Scrocket, we have, <laughs> of course, as always, a little bit of updates from us about what we've been doing this week, stuff like that. Wow, also, it. a quick disclaimer if you do hear, you know, a little bit of stuff in the background. Not the construction that's always going on. You yeah. guys are used to that. The we, we have a fan on because it's really hot, obviously. So I think that's a kind of a common thread in a lot of people's podcasts recently. Sorry, like it's, my other uh, one this week. We kept the fans on too. Yeah, it's just really hot everywhere. So uh, here is no different. Please be understanding. But besides that, we are going to be going over that stuff, like I said. But there is sadly no update this week. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean we don't have anything to talk about, though, because there's actually a ton of stuff that have been revealed slash discussed yeah. and released even this morning. Uh, we did wait to do this till Thursday because we thought there might have been an update on Thursday. And I did wait to get out of bed because I forgot we were recording today. So we'll see what time this is up. Either way, <laughs> um, there was no update, like we said, but there was a big release on some wilderness updates and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So we'll be going over that as well as a, quite a few other things as well. So luckily, even though there isn't an update, no, you know, mod Q&A, stuff like that, like usual. I feel like they're probably just running around like crazy with a uh, tomb of Masket coming out next week. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, there's still a lot to cover, so we'll be diving into everything there. Yeah. But before we get into any of that, Michelle, how's it going? I am doing pretty good, actually. I'm woodcutting currently on mobile. I don't know why I waited to go bank till you were asking me how I am. So now I'm a little bit distracted. I'll just wait. Uh, yeah, I've been woodcutting AFK this week. I'm very, very, very close. To leveling up to 89 but i'm not quite there so i've just been uh using right, 89 wood cutting yeah nice i've just been using like preserve and my um special attack with my dragon axe to do redwoods whenever i can just nice i can do them for like two and a half minutes <laughs> nice <laughs> which is better than the zero minutes that is definitely better than zero yeah but i've uh also this week i got my herb lore up to 88 because I've been like really wanting to get to 99, but I don't want to like buy stuff. So I've just been using the herbs that I have to make pots. Yeah. I mean, you, you get a lot from all the raids you've been doing. So yeah. And the other, the main thing I've been doing this week is just a ton of raids, like a ton, a ton of raids. I'm at 300 something kills now. I don't know exactly how many. I also did two challenge modes this week, which was fun. <laughs> Hard. It was challenging, but it was fun. Well, yeah. And it's challenge gonna... mode. Yeah, we did not make time, but we figured we weren't because most of us were, it was like, we're learners. I think last night when we went, uh, one person was Wraith. Shadow Wraith was the only person that was not learning. Yeah, so no drops on those, but doesn't mean we didn't see some purples this week. Yeah, you got super lucky, right? Mm -hmm. So the other day, uh, we got an arcane. And then we massive. Uh, yeah, we got a dragon and crossbow. Neither of those were in my name. I think actually massive. I think both of those were in dating's name, and they were really, really close to being yeah. back to back, but not quite. I think they were they were within the same five KC. Yeah, I think there might have only been one in between. And someone says something like, "Oh, it's back to back," and I'm like, "Actually, technically, it's not." Technically. <laughs> so because of the money I got from that, I finally was able to rebuy my ancestral autumns. Nice. Which has been a long time coming. I sold them forever ago. I think to buy. Maybe to buy the lands. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, my next upgrade, I want to get the Avernic, but I want to have 20 mil in my bank whenever I buy it. So I'm like, a f I'm like getting close. Also, a kitty with a bottle of rum shout out gave me 20 mil, which I'm just going to save for in the future for bond giveaways. Yeah. Rusty, if you're listening, reach out to me. You won our bond giveaway. Reply to my message on Discord. Thanks. Yeah, if you don't reply, <laughs> we'll just pick someone else. I'll, I'll wait a few days because they've won before. <laughs> no, I know. We, we do We do have some a grace period, but we will just pick someone else. Yeah. As for myself, oh, I've also seen some purples. What? <laughs> oh, I saw a purple. I got ancestral bottoms. Yeah, that's yeah. nice. And now I've had that in my log twice. I thought it was a new thing, but it's at the top I, I didn't get. But still, super, super hype. And... <laughs> Back-to-backs are real, baby, because right afterwards, someone else got Dragon Hair Crossbow in our group. Yeah, mm -hmm. two pretty expensive rares. I know. Thankfully, they were really expensive ones because there was kind of a bit of us. So total, I only got 32 mil. I think the second, I think the first one was a smaller group, then the second was a bigger group. But yeah. 
I mean, I'm not complaining. I got 30 mil. Yeah, that's, that's a, I mean, that's a pretty decent split. <laughs> yeah, because uh, people were telling me to get Avernic, and that would have been all of my gold. And then we got like the back to back. And I was like, okay, now in just like a few mil, I could afford the Avernic. Yeah. So perfect. I mean, I'm also waiting to give away this bond. I should probably just buy it and just keep it on hold. Yeah, maybe. Because bonds are so expensive. I don't yeah, know if like I. seven mil, right? Yeah, I don't know if I said in the podcast, but I realized I spend like 42 mil every month on bonds. Yeah. So it's impossible for me to make gold. Once I. If I become financially stable again, my in real life rebuild is complete. I'm gonna, I think, just pay for a membership because <laughs> the weekly bond giveaways, like, I'm, I'm not that good of money makers. Yeah, it's like all the money I make, I basically just spend on bonds. So I need to do, I need to do that probably. I mean, you're definitely still making money because I mean, you're able to like buy upgrades and stuff. Yeah, but I was getting like really low, and then it's like I get low. Every week I'm losing money consistently and then a purple brings me back up real quick and then I keep going low. Yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah, it's just it's very inconsistent. But I want a Tebow, so, you know, whatever. Yeah, just get it. I want to I wanna have a Tebow to use. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of crazy. I was watching um, Behemoth's video this morning and I guess like five people got Tebows on stream this week. Oh, yeah, and two of them, people that I talked to were like in their groups were supposed to be in the group. You know, Ark was supposed to be in someone's group. And yeah, it's like, nah, that. I'm not going to raid. And then they got a Tebow. Yeah. I think Schmako was also part of a raid that got a Tebow. These are both streamers, Ark, Rain, and Schmako. Both Australian streamers, actually. And uh, Schmako was on their iron, so he didn't get a split. But it was like only two people splitting it. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, that's lame. I mean, even even on Iron, people often get a split on their main. People give them sometimes. I don't know if Shanko has a main, but sometimes people just be like giving him bombs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But uh, I know I heard that tons of people were getting Tebow's, and I was like, oh, me? Yeah. Is it me? I saw like at least, I saw at least five people or five different streamers at least were in, yeah, Tebow. And that's raids. just people who happen to be streaming when they got Tebow's. Yeah. How so many people do you think weren't streaming? Definitely quite a few. That's kind of crazy. And it makes me wonder, like, I wonder how often people get. Tebow's and like just no one knows because like obviously not everyone posts online when they get <laughs> yeah I mean there's definitely people that just only like do raids so yeah. I'm sure like there's pe there's plenty of people that just get like a ton of Tebow's I, I want to know how common they are but no, this I mean week... definitely still not common because yeah. they're <laughs> over a bill well this week it feels common almost yeah but uh yeah I really want that obviously really also obviously want the own pet because it's just cute yeah What's nice is whenever um, I'm pretty sure about this, you can d uh, fact check me, any listeners. But um, Robert liar. Yeah, I think whenever you get a mega rare is when you get the pet. So it's pretty often pet's mega rare, right? Well, like you, I think the pet only drops when you get a mega rare. So like whenever oh. you get the pet, you'll also get like, um, yeah, something off the oh, mega yeah, rare. Oh someone table. did say no, not off the mega rare. I think just purples, cause um. Or, oh, Arc, it could just be purples. Arc got Dex and Ulm. Someone else was talking about how they got Arcane and Ulm. So yeah, maybe it's just a purple. Yeah, I think it is just a purple. But it's rarer than everything else, including the. Yeah, Shiro. so like it's it's nice. It, I think it's cool because whenever you get the pet, then it's like you also get money. Oh, also upsetting. Arc got Ulm pet at like three hundred something kills. Nice. And that's I'm pretty like, good. If I pass you, I'm gonna be very upset. <laughs> I mean, it's almost certain you will. That's a very early drop. I don't I know, know why you'd so think that. Early. I think You're the like, reason... If I also don't get spooned, I'll be mad. <laughs> I think the reason I've also been more interested in the pet is now I'm like wanting to try challenge mode. So I'm like, okay. I I mean, the dust is so, so rare. So incredibly rare. Like more rare than all the other purples. But I looked it up and it was like one out of 400. Unless I was misunderstanding because this was at 4.30 in the morning. Yeah. Very possible I misunderstood. But I was like, dang, I would be so sad if I got the dust and didn't have the pet. That would actually be so unfortunate. Yeah, I think but that's I mean, actually kind the of... The opposite's true as well. I think that's kind of common, actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. Uh, I think I think I've only heard the opposite of people trying to get the dust, but don't have the pet. I don't know. I don't know. But I've been having a lot of fun raiding, like literally obsessively doing it. For my 300th kill, because I hit my 300th kill this week, I did a solo. And... On this weekend, this is like a little side note to this. I uh, practiced raids with a couple people, and shout out again to Kitty with the Ball of Rum for helping me with some little sneak tricks that I could do. Well, you could just call it refining your technique. Yeah, there we go. Which I think would be Life much, hacks. much more accurate way sneak of describing tricks. it. Uh, I like. I'm feeling way more confident at 
Tecton and Vasa. And also now I know how to do Vespula. So in a, my solo, I was able to solo Tecton, Vasa, Vespula, and Vanguards. I had to keep leaving the raid and coming back. Hence why I had like every single boss ever. I kept forgetting stuff. But it was cool. I did all of those and I never died. Nice. So I'm a raider. And then like I was trying to do it with a group that one person or two people weren't really helping with Vespula and turns out I can't carry people with Vespula yet. But I was like, oh, someday. Dang. Maybe I wanna, next time. I want to get good enough that I could carry people there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's been a really, a really good week. Also, shout out to Mr. Buttfrog who bought me the Humble Bundle for all the Resident Evil games. Oh, yeah. You yeah. haven't played any, right? I haven't played any yet because I was going to download one this week and like you try didn't... and stream, but I've been like chambering it up bro you also didn't even know that they were like primarily shooting games i didn't which is kind of crazy uh you guys should know the only reason i wanted to play these games is because someone said oh resident evil's fun the only reason i want to play games is if you guys say it's fun and i don't like to know what the games are about i like to know if they're scary or like what kind of game like what genre i don't want to know what's going on i Uh, like going into games blindly I hate that. So that's uh, it's like movie trailers. Completely different. From I that. cannot watch movie trailers because I feel like they're so spoily. I'm like, I want to be surprised. Just tell me the genre and let me go. Uh, yeah, no, I'm yeah. not like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> Very opposite, but yes. okay, that's fine. But I think that's about it. That's about as much as I can remember, at least. So you know, I'm probably remember in the middle of the podcast more stuff. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I've just yeah, I've been doing so much raisins. It's been so much fun. <laughs> I'm really enjoying myself. <laughs> and that's good. But how are you doing? Um, pretty good. Uh, have not been doing much on the main this week, but mm-hmm. I've been on the alt, just kind of AFKing stuff here and there. Mainly because on the main, I've like been kind of getting ready because, like I said, I gave away. You've been wanting to boss too. Yeah, I've been wanting to boss, but I I haven't gotten to it because I've been I I like kind of decided since I ended up like giving away a bunch of or all of my gold more or less um (laughs) he loves restarting yeah i don't know it's kind of motivating but yeah because i gave that away i just kind of decided that i'd be like do a more official thing about it and like so i actually cleared out my bank and i went from like 800 like uh reserve slots to down to like 500 so like i got rid of a bunch of stuff in my bank yeah you're just keeping like quest things and unsell untradables yeah pretty much stuff that is like worthless yeah um besides like you know a couple things because i don't want to reimbue rings and stuff like yeah, that yeah no but uh yeah so i just got rid of pretty much everything of value in my bank traded it off to my alt and so i'm gonna like your alt's like heck yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah that, that'll be bonds for a little bit and then um i'm gonna like go through on my main and like actually do like a bit of a rebuild yeah yeah so that'll be kind of fun and i'm like thinking about like documenting it and maybe putting into like a video series. I like how you say, you say almost like tentatively, like you don't want to say, I'm thinking of making a video series, you're like documenting it. Well, video. yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just in case, cause you know, we guys love to talk about videos we're going to do. And then we, uh, yeah, exactly. Distracted by I real life I don't want to say I'm going to make a, like a YouTube series on like my rebuild. Cause I, I might not. about documenting it. Let's but, just say um, that. Yeah. So I don't you know. Keep track on Twitter at least. Yeah. That's something that I've been like working on on my main. So I haven't really, been doing anything on my main this week just kind of because you can't afk preparing for that and so i am going to be starting off by probably afking because i still want to do runecrafting on my main like i want to do a rebuild series but also i want to like progress my account still of course so i'll probably be doing that but it's funny speaking of progressing accounts so i actually started watching these two different youtube creators which is kind of funny because at the same time or around the same time unknowingly both of them started um max account speedrun challenges oh where they start from zero and they like get money from their main and try to max as fast as possible interesting and i mean they probably have so much gold on their mains yeah yeah definitely each of them i think have spent over 300 mil on like just the beginning of their character oh my god and i think both of them started out by getting 99 prayer right away and, I want 99 uh, per so bad. Yeah, and so yeah, so <laughs> I they, need to just do it. They have a ton of money and experience, but like one of them was JCW, and the other one I forgot the account, but it's a he's a European guy, and um, it's funny, yeah, because they both started around the same time, so it's like really interesting to see their different approaches and like the different techniques that they use, which are relatively similar. And yeah, I, it's just hilarious that they both started at the same time. They so. make you feel a little inspired. 
Um, no, not even close because this <laughs> dude is like 1.5 ticking three teaks at Dragon uh, Fossil Island and he's getting 190,000 experience woodcutting, which is like... I'm getting like 35,000. I wouldn't even imagine getting that much experience. Like getting 80,000, I was like, all right, cool. I'm killing it. I was That's when I was two ticking teaks. 80,000 is too much effort for me. Yeah, 35 well, or nothing. Whenever I'm t- two ticking teaks, I get like 80 to 90K. And then when you do 1.5 it's like yeah 150 or 160 like sounds that. awful though <laughs> uh, yeah he was getting crazy crazy experience but um yeah so those guys are nuts but that's kind of what i've been like enjoying and like watching this week yeah. besides that and just like on my on my alt here and there but uh also besides that i've been playing a lot of path of exile yeah, because, there's like a new update right yeah there's gonna be a new league um leagues in Path of Exile work exactly how leagues work in RuneScape, which is hmm. why they are very time-oriented. Like, usually people will kind of, like, die down and play less towards the end of a league. Exactly I thought it how was it is just in... an update. That's why I was like, I don't know why he's playing well, so much. It is an update, right? But I mean, if it's a but... temporary game mode, that makes way more sense, too. Yeah, so they have temporary game modes every three months is a new oh, one. Oh, that's often. Yeah, so yeah, every three months they have a new one, and their new one is coming out tomorrow. So that's why I'm like kind of playing it in anticipation for that. So I'll probably be playing that a bunch this weekend. I don't even know how much RuneScape I'll play this weekend because of that. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's a really fun game, and um, yeah, it's kind of like I said, it's kind of like leagues where it's like a completely new thing. There's no accelerated XP rates or anything like leagues. Unfortunate. But it, it is completely like a new set of stuff that you get to interact with. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool, and I've been playing that a bunch. Nice. And it's funny because a lot of people were talking about leagues this week. And um, I guess that's a pretty good segue. We'll just go into talking about stuff that happened this week. Yeah. And uh, yeah, a lot I, of I don't people... know what's been happening. I'm just too busy in the chambers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've been under a rock. but I've um, literally been underground. There's been a lot of talk about leagues this week because very recently, as in like today on stream, Mod Marcos um, actually mentioned that they are not having a league this year. I mean, I'm honestly not surprised with the raid and the Deadman mode finale having to happen a billion times. Yeah. It's already August. I don't know when they would have had time. I, I think, um, yeah, it's I think it's pretty unfortunate, honestly, because they were it was fun last they were time. doing it every year, mm-hmm. which is good to it have something to ruin that streak. Like that. Yeah. And um, yeah, so Mon Marcos confirmed that they aren't going to be having the league this year. And he said that maybe not even next year because they <gasps> haven't even like started working on it from what he said, uh, which is kind of not re- unfortunate. It's like really unfortunate because I think a I lot mean, of people. I is a startup. You have to remember that they have no money to hire more people. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people <laughs> would come back for many months just to play that. Yeah, this so, is a good way to get more people into the game. Yeah. So that's kind and of. And you have to bond up for it. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a letdown for a lot of people. I mean, myself included because I. I mean, even though I didn't play the last one a lot, I definitely had a pretty good time. And it was fun. So it is kind of unfortunate. You can't look forward that to that. That is a little sad because, you know, all the like rewards and stuff were so cool. Yeah. They could have they could have released it early next year like they did this year. Yeah, it was really it was really hype. So I don't know why they didn't do another one this year. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for whatever reason, I mean, a lot of people are speculating it's because of the fresh servers that they're working on. Yeah, which we talked about before, them doing, like, basically parallel universes where the accounts are different, right? Yeah. I don't know. If, did we talk about that last week? I don't think we did. We didn't did. talk about it last week, but we talked about it during the uh, Gazette before. Oh, okay. Yeah, so uh, for anyone too long, didn't read. that wasn't uh, aware, they just randomly announced on Twitter, not even, like, anything official, or I guess, like, no blog post about it, at least. That they are going to be having fresh start servers for OSRS and RS3. Where RS3, the fresh servers, you're going to have to make a new account for both of them regardless. It has to be a brand new account. And obviously, if you want members on that account, you have to bond up or Mm -hmm. you have to buy it. But for uh, RS3, it is going to have accelerated drop rates, accelerated XP by four times, as well as accelerated uh, pet rates and stuff like that. You know, I don't hate it because it's basically like for casuals to feel like they could actually play the game. Well, that's specifically for RS3. They should do that for OSRs, though. No, because they're adding... Because the, the reason they can't do that and it'd be a catastrophe if they did is because after six months they'll be adding those characters to the main game never mind <laughs> can you imagine advanced everything yeah no that'd be awful why are they 
not gonna be why are they in a different game first um yeah i don't know they they were saying that the number one reason they plan on even doing this for osrs is because a lot of their like quote-unquote research suggests that new players like playing on a freshly like freshly brand new server oh, i could get that actually like what for whatever whatever reason whether people are intimidated by it or whether they think it'll make a difference at all i mean whether they don't be bullied at people at the g calling them noobs and scrubs and stuff i mean that i don't know if that ever happens but i've um, definitely seen that happen that's weird i don't people know are weird maybe just turn off game chat but um yeah i've never seen that happen but yeah i guess maybe that is the cause whatever the reason is their their research suggests that new players or returning players really prefer a brand new server i get it i don't get why they have to be reacted to the game later um yeah well yeah because it's kind of like a league or a season where it's like i don't know they're they want it to be fresh start so that like the high scores and the economy will be brand new but then eventually but then it's gonna be not brand new yeah and then they'll add it to the game so i guess it's kind of like a a stepping stone without a stepping stone because it's it's not like it's the game's any easy or anything it's just like it's to get people into the door and then they'll add them to the game as if none of this ever happened. It's like a waiting room to get into the game. Yeah, I guess so. I get why they, I just, yeah, I just don't get why they'd add them again later, but whatever. Yeah, but if, if anyone else does have questions, like I said, they didn't have anything official, official about this. It was a tweet that linked to a FAQ for Fresh Start Worlds made by Mod Aiza over on the RuneScape forums, not the, um, yeah, just the RuneScape forums. And uh, so there's a bunch of questions here, such as what are the Fresh Worlds, um, who can play on them, and, you know, why people are doing them. One notable difference, though, is that if you are Iron, you cannot go to the Fresh Start Worlds. Well, you can. You just can't make an Iron. Well, you can't make it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, they said you cannot make an Iron. There, again, is no accelerated XP or drop rates or anything like that. It is literally the same everything except for a brand new economy and high scores. For six months, then you're back to the normal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah Take yeah. all the screenshots you can of you being on the high scores and pretend it was from later on. Yeah, be like, oh, rank one forecast. Yeah. No one has to know. No but, one has to know um, the date you took that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like you have 10 kills or something. <laughs> um, yeah, so if, you, if you're interested in that, then go ahead with that. I know a lot of people are upset about this because it is kind of seemingly just a cash grab um, because obviously you're going to, uh, they're expecting a lot of new players to sign up and then get members and then and then leave, <laughs> I guess. So they kind of just oh, like probably not stick around the six months. Uh, yeah, exactly. Because I mean, a lot of people will probably do that for sure. They'll just make a oh, new yeah. account because it's a new thing. Maybe they'll play with friends and then they'll, you know, stop playing. So I mean, I'm not upset about it. It's just like kind of weird. Yeah, it doesn't matter to me. And they said they're only doing this because it has seemingly fairly low um, like requirements as a de as a developer standpoint. Like mm -hmm. this is, they said it requires minimal development time. So they want to test it out in theory because all of this is just in theory. Of course, they've never done this. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like I said, the research leads them to believe that new players would enjoy this. And so, yeah, I mean, definitely a lot of people will participate. Yeah, for sure. Um, I definitely won't because that, I mean, a lot I'm of this. Way too focused on my main. A lot of this is based on like um, ideals and ideas of that new players kind of come up with in their head that like it'll matter starting on a new world. Yeah. But I Certainly mean, a new person or returning player thing. Yeah, exactly. If you play on the daily, you might not want to do this. Yeah, like it, there will be no difference if you play. I mean, even like. You want a new main. Even month to month, if you just log in a couple times, this won't be any better for you. Mm -hmm. So. Um, it's just if you want a new account. Yeah, exactly. This is if you just want to experience uh, OSRS as if like you. They just opened up the servers for the first time, which. That could be fun. Yeah, it could be cool. But again, you're, it, it won't matter in six months. Mm hmm. Um, but yeah, and I think they said in a month, so mid to late September, they are going to be adding a little bit more to the FAQ and also bringing this up again. So we can talk about it a little bit more, more in detail. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure we'll talk about this another three or four times before it actually comes out. Three or four times before the date's announced, then seven to 20 times once the date's announced. Yeah, maybe. I mean, that is the trend. <laughs> um, besides that, though, yeah, no leagues. Really unfortunate. A lot of people have suggested that they bring back like a re 
mastered version of an old league, but that sounds like just as much work. There's a yeah, practically a zero percent chance of that happening, even if Would it is cool, a good idea. But I don't think that they will. Yeah, exactly. That'd be like yeah, I don't know, just <laughs> way too much work for them to do yeah. in last minute. And clearly, they don't have any like idea about doing this. Well, they're a poor company. Poor company. <laughs> Fresh uh, indie devs. Yes. Um, besides that, though, there is, like I said, that wilderness blog. So yeah. this is something that came out early this morning. Um, it's funny, right after I went to bed, it actually came out. So it was kind of cool. Thank God, because we were like texting at five in the morning. We we're like, there's nothing. Yeah, <laughs> so this came out right after, you know, the update would normally have come out. There was a little bit of an update. We had to restart the server. Yeah, was... there's always World Road. <laughs> I just use like that, that as an excuse to go to sleep. Uh so the Wilderness Boss Rework Design Blog is the name of this one. And this is really controversial and contentious as always because it has to deal with PKing. Um, so the Wilderness Boss Rework has been on the list of things that Jagex has been doing for years um, at this point. And they've actually been working on it for years as well. Like we've been, we've voted on it many times and stuff like yeah. that. And uh, even in the last year or two, there's been a lot of like discussion about how to change it and stuff like that. And so this is kind of the evolution of everything. Ooh. So they said on March 13th, 2014, we released the Wilderness Rejuvenation blog. So 2014? Yep, that was uh, many years Wait, ago. Wait, what? Uh, this blog detailed the Wilderness's resource area, Elder or Edgeville lever changes, the Wilderness God Wars dungeon. The Fountain of Rune, the Looting Bag, Dark Crabs, Extra Runite Rocks, and of course, the Wilderness Bosses. So Aww, this was... They were out of six years ago? Or yeah. seven, eight years ago. What year is it? Eight years ago. <laughs> so yeah, this was a long time ago that it was added. And this was when, um, yeah, it's just a ton of the stuff. The Wilderness, as we know, was created, essentially. Uh, there were th uh, three intended bosses to be fought on your own, including the Crazed Archaeologist, which is famous for the Rune Crossbow drop for all the Iron Men. Oh. Uh, the Chaos Fanatic, and Scorpia, and three that you'd need to bring friends for, or at least that's what they were designed mm -hmm. for, and that's Venonatus, Callisto, and Bedion. No mention of Chaos Elemental. <laughs> no mention of Chaos <laughs> Elemental. Um, I, that might have already been in the Wilderness before. I'm not sure. Weird. Um, either way, that's what they added, and the Wilderness boss rework aims to revitalize the latter group, so this isn't going to be any changes to the Archaeologist, Fanatic, or Scorpia, which... I mean, Scorpio definitely needs some help. Or actually, kind of all of them do. But either way, this is going to be focused <laughs> on them. This is going to be focused on the bigger bosses. Uh, the three bosses were initially intended to be challenging multi-combat encounters, which would incentivize adventurers to band together and take them down. That's not what the multi-combat is used here. Uh, it's used for PK groups to come and kill you. Uh, yeah, it is <laughs> nowadays. Uh, however, the ingenuity of players near, knows nearly no bounds, and all three of them can be fought with very little interaction, completely solo, and with some pretty unusual safe spot mechanics. That is definitely true. I mean, you can safe spot all of them or flinch all of them and take practically zero damage. We'll say for Venonatus, it is so hard to set up, though. No, there's a much easier way to set it up than the one that you were doing oh yeah whenever i did for the diary i had to go leave and go back to the wilderness like probably like 10 times because i could not get the safe spot set up correctly uh yeah i think that's an old safe spot there's a, a pretty current one that's very popular and very very safe oh, okay uh so currently the callisto venonas and venion bosses have extraordinary defense values they hit extremely hard and don't particularly care about your prayer either this all makes them perhaps a little too punishing which is obviously why they People scoured the entire wilderness for safe spots. Uh, it's no wonder players have found such creative ways to defeat them and secure pets, the dragon pick, and other various wilderness rings. Uh, we want to deliver a proper multi-combat group boss experience with interesting mechanics, the ability to keep topped up between the kills in case PvP combat does break out, and rewards that make the risk worth taking. If you're just trying to secure some sweet drops but are dreading the thought of multi-combat, don't fret. Keep on reading because this rework has something for everyone. So um, I'm going to sum up the rest because this is a very, very long blog. Of course, you can feel free to read all of it. I'll have links in the description of the YouTube video. Or you can just head over to the news section of the OSRS uh, front page. Mm -hmm. um, but essentially, they are planning on making boss layers. So these are three nice. different boss arenas, one for Bedeon, one for Callisto, one for Venonatus. They actually look really cool, especially the Venonatus one. It just looks like you're on a bed of webs. I like it. And um, yeah, the bosses look the same 
to be honest, they look uh, entirely the same, actually. And what's it's interesting... It's hard to find new safe spots and stuff in it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you will be able to find safe spots, which is kind ah. of the point. So one of the major things about these bosses is that there is no entry requirements, which is one of the points of contention, which we'll talk about later. Okay. Um, you'll need a bit of gold. Oh, you'll need to bring a bit of gold, gear up, and be ready for battle with the bosses. Um, it is going to cost you 50,000 gold in order to get into the boss room, but you get a 10,000 gold return every time you kill the boss. So if you're in there and you kill it five times, then you won't really have to pay the gold. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's the only requirement is just a little bit of coin. And then you can also peek into the layers like anything else to see if people are already there and if you want to go and PvP them, I guess. Uh, once you do go into the lair, there is no way out the way you came in. You actually have to fight through the boss and make it to the other side. Wow. Yeah, so it says that... Or teleport um, out? Uh, no, you actually cannot oh, teleport out because no. this is in deep wilderness. I thought it would be like um, King Black Dragon. Yeah, it is not like that. Uh, once you've entered a boss lair... Oh, I mean, maybe you can. They don't specifically say you can't teleport out, but this is in deep wilderness, so I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, once you've entered a boss lair, you cannot leave the way you came in. You'll have to either fight your way through the boss or try and evade its attacks to get to the lair's exit. So I guess technically you can evade oh, him okay. and get to the end. But, you can run past him. Uh, yeah, but there is no going out the way you came. Got it. And they have an interesting exit system. It's going to be in some escape caves as they call it and they actually have a map of this so the three different bosses will dump you out into this circular cave structure and their circular cave structure will have four exits and also what's interesting about these caves is they are multi so um i don't know if i'm a big fan of that either i think that's another <laughs> point of contention uh, but uh either way there is going to be in multi. There are going to be some NPCs there to discourage multi uh, or people camping. Yeah. But um, I'm sure that'll happen regardless. Oh, of course. Um, besides that, though, uh, you can leave. Like I said, there is a 50,000 GP entrance fee and you get 10,000 for each successive kill that you are the MVP. So even if you go in with 10 people, only, you know, the MVP gets the discount. And then you are guaranteed free entry if you do get the five kills, of course. Um, the exact values of these fees is obviously subject to change and stuff like that. So they're waiting on feedback for that. But they do show a quick picture, like I said, of what the boss lair exit is going to look like. And the enemies that are going to be surrounding the exit are going to be akin to the boss. So it'll either be bears, spiders, or skeletons. Oh, and so that's not going to uh, discourage camping too much. These aren't that hardcore. <laughs> no, unless these <laughs> hardcore things. mobs hit like trucks, people <laughs> are definitely going to camp these areas. So that is kind of unfortunate. Uh, but one thing that's really nice is if the wilderness bosses seem too crazy, then it is totally cool because they, you can actually go in for solo bosses. Oh. Um, but before we get into that, one thing they do aim to um, add with the wilderness bosses is they have a glimpse at what kind of GP per hour they plan on making. Which is another thing that people are really upset about is uh, they're aiming for a GP per hour rate in line with content like <gasps> Vorkath or the Alchemical Hydra. Oh. Um, but with much lower requirements and much lower being none. Why are I people upset about that? That's in the wilderness. That seems fair to me. Um, I don't know. We'll <laughs> talk about it uh, at the end. Okay. Uh, we reckon that this will offset the risk you'll be taking in terms of difficulty. The wilderness bosses should feel intuitive enough tell a focus on the potential threat of other players. On top of the riches, you'll be able to secure a handful of new unique targeting various current wilderness offerings. More on that later. Yeah, honestly, it seems like a good idea to make them worth more money because right now the pets are the only reason I go out there. They're not good money makers. Well, I'll tell you why you will not go out there at all then. Oh. Um, so they say if I'm not into the whole multi-combat thing, then what? Well, if you're still not convinced, that is totally fine because you can fight all these bosses in single way PvP combat. And this is going to be in teleportable wilderness, which is below level 30. So they're going to have the boss layer and then they're going to have the little baby boss layer? Yeah. So it says What's they'd like SpongeBob, to... <laughs> the Wiener Junior, Weenie Junior. Weenie Hut Junior. Weenie Hut Junior. Yeah, yeah. that's where we're going to be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, we'd like to offer a toned down single way combat equivalent of each of the three bosses. These guys would likely sit around or below level 30 wilderness and would be mechanically simpler encounters than the multi-combat counterparts while still retaining the unique identity of each boss. The aim here is to provide a safer alternative that isn't totally devoid of risk 
with the encounters that will let you prepare for potential attacks with switches, freezes, and plenty of supplies. You'll be making less GP per hour here at these single equivalents, but you'll still have a shot at their uniques, the dragon pick, pets, and wilderness rings. Okay, this sounds nice. At the yeah. same time, if I could start making as much money as I'd make at Hydra, I would maybe be a little bit interested in the multi-combat one. Yeah, so... And I'm sure um, there's going to be some new uniques. So, yeah, I guess that is pretty much uh, the general gist of it. The rest goes into finer detail. It's like an easy mode wilderness boss in the beginning. So, we can, <laughs> yeah, we can, guess, I guess, kind of talk about the goods and the bads, potentially, sure. of this. Number one is I don't really care because I'm not going to go into the wilderness in general. And if I am going to go for a pet, then I will choose one of the easier ones. Yeah. Um, that's simply how it is. Um, like, I think a lot of people... I think share the same sentiment that like kind of no matter what amount of gold per hour you put in the wilderness, I probably won't go there just because it's not really fun to me. But that being said, a lot of people are bringing up the upsetty spaghetti because they think that it's way too much GP per hour, which I kind of agree with because there is no requirements. Why don't For example, Warcath has one of the highest requirements in the game being behind DS2. And Alchemical Hydra also arguably has actually the highest, being 95 Slayer. I think it's still fair, because people do DS2 like fairly early on. And this is like deep wildy, and people are going to be getting PK'd all the time. Like, you're probably going to get drops X in and get PK'd and lose all of them. Well, yeah, but I mean, imagine trying to get there through multi. I don't know. I think it's worth it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, exactly. Some people will think it's worth it. I don't think going there, fighting through multi, probably just getting camped by a clan, and then... Also getting camped Being by a clan on exit. is totally going to ruin it. But the idea is nice. I mean, the idea is nice, but that's literally what happened in Rev Caves for years. This happens everywhere. Um, I mean, this is definitely going to... A lot of people are also concerned that this will bring back the, um, the wide abundance of protective clans. So these are clans that you pay GP per hour to make sure that you don't get PK'd. Or get PK'd as little as possible. I wonder how, like, how often... like. A shady one will just take someone's money and PK them. Um, that almost never happens, actually, because these are well, like then they'll ruin the reputation. These are well organized clans, and there's been plenty of other YouTubers that have made videos on the um, protection clans at Rev Caves, mm -hmm. and you can actually still make decent GP per hour, like you know seven. At least this is old Rev Caves. For instance, you'd pay around three to four mil an hour to get protected, and you'd make around seven mil an hour. So it's still a pretty good nice. amount of GP. Uh, especially if you don't actually get PK'd the whole time and they're able to protect you. Yeah. So I think that'll definitely have a rise um, with this type of content. And unlimited PKing is, I mean, if you're going there to fight the boss, you're definitely, <laughs> you're going to want to bring gear, but it's also like you're probably going to get smited with that many people. So it's like your plus one can't even really be worth anything. There's always going to be people who uh, bring, bring stuff in because they're too confident. Yeah, of course. Which I mean, but it's like you against... Shout out Kitty who lost like all of their gear set up going to KBD. Yeah. <laughs> it's exactly how KBD is, but it's going to be worse because it's going to be actual moneymaker. And like, you can't tally out, potentially. It's, yeah, unclear. it's unclear if you could tally out of the room. It is unclear, but the way they laid it out, it is very seemingly like you can't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's one of the main differences between this and KBD. Is well, that's why I feel like it's worth more money. You can't tally out. KBD, you can tally out, but KBD, you also make like practically as much money as you do cleaning herbs so mm -hmm. i don't know if it's a, like a real comparison um yeah i don't know i'm not really on the fence either way because like i said this content is something i'll never even attempt to do i'll probably do so, the baby ones for now and then maybe if like whenever i have a max combat i'll try the big boy rooms yeah like i like i said i, I would only ever really do the singles and probably not even really do that until I'm like on a like a 50 plus pet grind or something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, besides that, yeah, I just it seems like the clans are going to dominate this to the extent where, I mean, I, I wouldn't have any way of getting there and doing anything there. So, yeah, that's I'm just fair. not interested at all. Um, besides that, though, if you have any any stuff you'd like to add, maybe we got something wrong or if you just want to let us know what you think about the the bosses as well, you should. Let us know on Twitter or something like yeah, that. Yeah, then we both stress. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool because, like I said, I'm not going to do it, but a lot of people are upset, but a lot of people in the PK community actually really like this. Well, yeah, they're going to camp everyone. <laughs> exactly. exactly. So it's like, uh, yeah, if you go to like the comment section on any of the 
like the boss rework a lot of people again are just either really upset about like why there's no requirements why there's no limit on the multi like you could technically have 20 people specking you all at once mm -hmm. which then you have zero chance of living so a lot of people are wondering if maybe you can yeah, add, maybe they should just add something like that then. yeah add a multi-limit or add some kind of requirement because a lot of people fear that this is just going to be like botted to high hell yeah because i mean essentially there is no requirement besides the fifty thousand gold which is kind yeah, of crazy they maybe they should just add another one and then that'd be fine um i don't know i mean i'm not saying that they should i'm just saying that's kind of crazy yeah um yeah besides that a lot of people are upset or you're a peak care and you're really excited so like i said i'm not really on either side of this i couldn't care less or just have it and then pkers could stop saying they don't get updates this is your update <laughs> Yeah, a lot of people are upset like this is going to mess up the economy. I'm like, the economy's in shambles anyways. Um, there's millions the of like millions of bot accounts have been made and if just go look at the top kills for Zolra or for Volcano, um bots don't matter, so <laughs> doesn't really I want them to get to leave so I can see what rank I am. I was like this, <laughs> this doesn't really matter either way. So um yeah, kind of kind of funny, but either way that's how it is. Now, they do have screenshots showing what the Callisto and Venonatus as mainly just those two arenas look like and they look mm -hmm. pretty cool um they do show what vedion looks like but they don't really show his whole arena they kind of just show like one picture From the door frame basically yeah um either way they all look really cool and they also have a redesign that, for vedion yeah 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 so vedion's gonna look way more like because right, right now you can't really tank vedion so i think that's why they had to redesign him. no redesign the look too oh yeah he doesn't look like that yeah they're making him look like way more skeletal because right now I feel like he almost looks like glowy, like you see through him. It reminds yeah. me of more ghosty. He definitely does look weird. And yeah, again, all the I bosses, didn't know he was a skeleton before. <laughs> all the bosses are getting reworked a fair amount because, like I said, uh, it's pretty tough to tank these bosses. These are some of the hardest hitting bosses in the game with some of the highest defenses. That's why everyone just uh, safe spots them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, they are getting a big rework. Um, they're still going to be dropping the same pets and stuff like that, but um. Yeah, so the pets, I think, will look a little bit different. Interesting. Um, besides that, the rewards are actually pretty cool. So the reward is going to be changes or additional ways to change the three wilderness weapons, being Thamaron's Scepter for Mage, Crossbow for Ranged, as well as Vigor's Chain Mace for Melee. Mm -hmm. All of those are the three main items that you'll use in Wilderness and are just so significantly better than anything else in the Wilderness. Yeah, heard but good things. They are making it so that you can actually add to them, kind of like how you do for the best in slot armors right now. No, they're really into that. They are. Um, so you're going to be able to get items from each of the bosses. So uh, you're going to be able to get the fangs from Venonatus that'll change the bow. And, you know, each one is going to have their own thing. Special drops to update them. Yeah, they're going to have special drops and you're, they're going to update the weapons. So, for instance, Thamron's Scepter. So alongside the boss rework, we'll be reworking the scepter to a powered staff with a max hit equal to the magic level divided by three minus eight, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Essentially, this means that 99 magic, you'll be able to hit up to 25 every four tick cycles. Nice. Unlike other powered staffs, though, this new and improved offering would be able to hit players. Obviously, Whoa. poison staffs can't hit players. Uh, since the crossbow and the Vigora's chain mace function pretty nicely for getting a little extra damage off while escaping, we didn't want to shortchange magic users. So this is actually a pretty big change. On top of that, the wilderness bonus would be changed from 100% accuracy and 25% damage to 50% accuracy and 50% damage against NPCs. So a little bit more damage there. Okay. Uh, the same bonus would be also applied to non-powered spells with the staff equipped. So overall, you'll be doing more damage. Both the regular attack and any other spells cast while wielding the scepter would consume ether, of course. Now for some new rewards. So this is what I was talking about. Uh -huh. If you get the Skull of Vedion, this Ooh. is going to be a rare and tradable drop from Vedion. What a shocker. A player with 85 crafting. Wait, the Skull of Vedion's from Vedion? Who would have thought? 85 crafting can combine the skull with Thamaron's scepter to make, to make the brand new Accursed Scepter. If you don't have the 85 crafting, you can take it to someone in Verox Enclave and have it combined for 500k. So this new scepter is going to be, uh, the cursed scepter is a tradable upgrade to the reworked Thamron scepter with a magic attack of 22 and a max hit equal to your magic level, blah, blah, blah. So at 99, you'll be hitting 27. So a three damage uh, upgrade. 
every four ticks. Cool. Uh, on top of that, the um, special attack also changes to Condemn. So Condemn costs 50% special attack energy and performs an attack with 50% increased max hit and 50% increased accuracy. So on a su successful hit, the target's defense and magic are reduced by up to 15%. So this is actually a pretty strong um, special attack. All of the weapons actually are similar to this. Nice. Where you get the item, you craft it, and they have fairly strong and powerful upgrades. They even have like DPS um, graph lines to show you how much better they are now versus maybe other weapons you would use against other bosses and stuff like that. So it's nice because they show for all of the bosses in the examples, they are not very good options. <laughs> but for everything in the wilderness, the DPS is so much higher that it would be foolish to use anything else, really. Yeah. Of course, this is all if you have them charged with uh, ether. So um, I'm not going to read through all of them because there's a lot of numbers and that'd probably be kind of, you know, easy to get jumbled up with all that. So. If you are interested in any of these weapons in particular, I'd recommend taking a look at the redesigns and all of the graphs. Yeah, the names for the other ones, though, are going to be the Ursign Chain Mace. Is that the And then the other one that I'm excited to see how it look is the Web Weaver Bow. Yeah. I wonder if that one is from Venonati. I wonder. Yeah. I um, bet that could look really cool. <laughs> I do think so as well. Uh, besides that, they are adding a brand new weapon. So mm. this is going to be called the Void Waker. Uh, some kind of a PvP weapon with Void Association. Um, this is actually an item they had in the past. Um, I wasn't around to see it, but yeah. this is an item they I had in the past. Um, you'll get one drop from each of the three bosses, the Blade, Hilt, and Crystal, and you'll combine them to make the Void Waker. Uh, of course, you can assemble it for 500k at an NPC if you want. It's a Tier 75 melee weapon. With, that requires 75 attack, 75 strength, and 60 magic. So I don't know if all of the... Uh, I, I think this will work for most PvP accounts. So that's pretty cool. Okay. Um, it's on top of offering the best-in-slot non-degradable option for training strength for any 75 attack build. So this is the new best-in-slot for training strength. Not necessarily best-in-slot in general. Um, it does have a new special attack which is pretty cool. It is going to uh, guaranteed magic damage between 50 to 150% of your melee max hit. Wow. So potentially a huge uh, PK weapon. Um, they lied about the never before seen thing. This is the Karasi sword. Like I said, we weren't around to see this, but apparently this used to be an Sounds old school. Fake. <laughs> uh, and actually they do have a chart for this against other weapons and it is very high on the DPS chart. Neck Very and neck. good for Warcraft, it looks like. Uh, no, not necessarily. I think I'm reading this chart wrong. Yeah. I'm not good at charts. <laughs> um, they just are showing that the DPS is right around where the Tentacle Whip is. So maybe not the best for Warcraft. <laughs> maybe not the best for Warcraft. But Tentacle Whip I use all the time, so hey. Yeah, so if you want a non-degradable version, this could be cool. But again, this is, I think, two-handed. So you would not be getting the offhand um, Defender you know, or whatever. Avernic or Dragon Defender that you might have. So, again, pretty cool spec. It might be a big um, PK weapon. Um, overall, seems pretty cool. Like, overall, to see what it looks like. even with all of the controversy, I think this is a pretty cool update. Um, I like it in general. Like I said, very random, but good. I try not to be negative about like the weird, ridiculous stuff they do in the wilderness because it just isn't really my content. So, yeah, same. I, I would like, I wouldn't want people that never, ever do bossing to. Complain you know, about bossing. Complain about bossing because it just kind of doesn't affect them. And people that complain about the economy, I mean, it's already in shambles. So, yeah, <laughs> maybe just go play the new servers if that's your problem. Yeah. Um, besides that, though, that's going to be about it for the Wilderness Boss Rework. Yeah. Um, the final thing before we get into the Q&A for this week as well is uh, Tasty. He's a popular streamer as well as MoFo. They actually put out a video in collaboration with OSRS. It's actually on the what? main OSRS channel. And they go into a great description and detail of all of the bosses and puzzles in Tombs of a Masket. So this gives us all more knowledge than we've had before by far. I didn't even hear about this. Yeah, so they go through each room, what you'll need, which seems to be teamwork, teamwork, and teamwork. <laughs> uh, they also go through the different, um, quite a few of the different uh, 
convocations so or invocations rather so that you can see you know the different stuff it goes varies from your prayer not working as well as before to you just not being able to eat oh my god yeah so (laughs) uh, they go through uh, quite a few things it's great there's a lot of really good information in this so if you are interested in the tombs at all this is definitely going to be something you're going to want to watch it's only a nine minute video so i'd recommend checking it out and i think that out for sure i think both of those uh dudes did a pretty good job nice so that's going to be about it. And we can move on to the Q&A for this week. Yeah. So before we start the Q&A, uh, we're going to finish the quest ideas sent to us by Matt and Hariger. Yeah. So last week we read three quest ideas by them. And we're going to read the other three that they sent real quick. So the first one is the Siege of Trollheim. Lead an army on an invasion of Trollheim. Reward access to Steinvian, Norwegian for the Stone City. <laughs> I was like, how did they come up with this? Which is would be an underground, ten layer deep, vertically built troll city the size of Keldegrim. I like this. Yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, I don't think that any of these quest ideas I'm gonna say I don't like. To be fair, yeah, I just like quests. I think it'd be cool, but I feel like it probably would be the same as Keldegrim, where like no one uses it. Like, they'd have to have something cool there. Imagine if there was no blast furnace, you would just never use Keldegrim. Yeah, they'd have to have something cool there. The only reason I go to Keldegrim, I don't even go to the blast furnace ever anymore. So the only reason I go is for clue scrolls. Yeah, so, <laughs> uh, it'd be cool if they added something there, like a mini game or something like that, because it sounds like it'd a be troll mini game would be fun. A cool area. I mean, they added a hill giant mini game. So yeah, well, I mean, I'm trying to think what skill would go with trolls. I mean, it's something with rocks, probably. I was thinking like dodgeball with rocks and you get a new little outfit like void. Dodgeball with rocks? <laughs> All right. Yeah, maybe. I shouldn't be in charge of creating minigames, clearly. Clearly. But yeah, I would, I'd like another Trollheim one because Trollheim also I don't really go back to ever. Yeah. One thing I did see recently is like a lot of people were, or someone was had a popular post on Reddit talking about how they should make a like a continuation for the grandfather of fairy quest line. Yeah. Because... Yeah, that or the line, Godfather. Yeah, the Godfather one. They were talking about. Um, they talked about maybe making a third one this year because they were talking about doing like that and the goblins and stuff. Yeah, I hope they do because that's like one of the. It's like, like on a lines. what's it called? It's like a cliffhanger. They left yeah, it off for like ten years. For so long. I'm yeah. like, is she okay? Is the queen okay? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is she gonna be able to get back? <laughs> nope, never. The next idea is called the Secret of the Lake. Defeat a Loch Ness inspired boss in Lake Mulch. Reward would be the Kebos Harpoon, which impales the enemy and pulls back the fire projectile, allowing for unlimited ammunition. Ammunition, However, the weapon would degrade. Level 85 range required to equip. That sounds like a cool weapon. Interesting. What do you think? I don't I, know. You're interesting. Well, I don't know how the the like pulling back of the fire would work. Like how It would just be like a ranged weapon that you don't run out of charges, basically, but degrades. Uh, I guess I don't so. think I'm it, not imagining anima- animation. I'm imagining like just that it would have unlimited charges. It just degrades. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think that'd be cool, but I think it'd be like so niche. I feel like it'd be like the like kind of like Osmemtum's Fane, the new two handed weapon mm-hmm. where it's like it, it's cool, but maybe it would just be like too niche for me to like care about it. I think it'd probably I mean, it sounds like it'd be good in a lot of places anywhere that you could safe spot. Well, yeah, but I mean, it says it it pulls back. Uh, fired projectiles. Oh, pulls back the fired projectile. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, maybe if it was just like a like a bow that had unlimited ammo, then maybe. Yeah, that you just have to recharge. Yeah, but I, I don't like that. I don't know. It'd be hard to say because like quest items are cool, but they'll never, of course, be like as good as like you know. I want there to be a quest item that's as good as other stuff. There is one. This is Barrow's gloves. Yeah. Which is, actually getting, which is actually now obsolete. Some quests are so hard that I'm like, why don't you guys include like some crazy rewards? Yeah, because I mean, they're all hard, but none of them are as hard as, I guess, grinding a boss for hundreds of hours. I mean, they could even just do like a ring or something or a new player, prayer slot one. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like a weapon, like yeah. something cool. It would be cool if like they, yeah, they had like really hard, I don't know. Yeah, really hard quest with like an actual reward. Because the only actual reward you get from quests that you still use, besides Barrow's Gloves, is, um, yeah, like, the the spellbook unlock. Yeah, that's it. That's really it. At least, like, a ring seems easy. Just give us a slightly better ring. Yeah. That you have to do, like, a master, grandmaster quest for. Yeah, that'd be cool. There's so many rings already. And untreatable. Well, no, I'm just thinking, like, not a weapon, not armor, something more mild. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, true, true. 
Uh, also, I do really like the idea of having a quest at Lake Mulch because I can't even remember where that is, which means I don't go there much. Oh, so you've never done uh, aerial fishing? Aerial fishing? No. Yeah. I haven't. <laughs> but Loch Ness Monster sounds fun. Yeah. Imagine a little cutscene in the quest where your character is aerial fishing and then the Loch Ness Monster just like pops up and you're like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be funny. And the last quest idea is called The Return to Tutorial Island. I already like it because of that. I want to go back there. <laughs> so have to beat each instructor at their own skill. This would be a Grandmaster quest. Uh, reward would be access to the Tutorial Island POH seeing portal where you can watch noobs struggle to beat Tutorial Island from the comfort of your own home. Also, the beginner's map cape, a cape which, hence the name, resembles the beginner's map. Finally, a metal version of the newbie melody. <laughs> Wait, is it the song? Yeah, metal? The song. <laughs> that'd be hilarious. That would that sounds like a fun little grandmaster quest. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I I've always thought that. Um, I mean, it sucks you can't go back there. <laughs> I think that the idea is really cool, but the main thing I was thinking about whenever I saw that was like the POH where you can see people outside. Like I've always wanted that. Like we have windows. They don't have that in a lot of games because like. It's hard to like have a persistent to program it. Uh, yeah, a persistent house in a world with other people. It's just like really hard to do. Um, I'm guessing. So that's obviously why they don't do it here. So I've always mm -hmm. thought that'd be really cool if you can like see people outside your house. That would be funny. It's tutorial Island too. To see that's, everyone, you probably see so many bots just running around. That's one of like the coolest things about um, Final Fantasy. Does that right? Uh, no, Final Fantasy oh. doesn't do that, actually. Oh. The only game I've ever played that has a functionality like that is New World. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, New World did. So, like, New World, you couldn't see anyone in the house. The house always looks empty. But if you go into the house and it's your house, then you can see people outside. I like that. Yeah, so it's cool because you get to see people running around. It makes the world actually feel like... Alive. Like a world, yeah. Because when you're in your POH, it's very it's, lonely. <laughs> yeah, you might as well be in a boss room when you're in your POH. Yeah, literally. Yeah, <laughs> that would be really, really cool. But I don't see that happening. But that'd be cool if they could just add that functionality. Yeah, alone. even like not rewards. I do think it'd be so fun to have a quest back on Tutorial Island. And I like the idea of going yeah. and having to beat all these people that taught you. Because I imagine that there could come up some funny conversations about how they're the one that taught you how to make shrimps. Now you're just yeah. like a master chef. I think. Because, like, you can't type on Tutorial Island. I don't know if you know mm -hmm. that. You can't type there. But, um, yeah, I think it'd be really cool to have, like, a little, like, hangout spot on Tutorial Island that's, like, gated off just for other people. Just for people watching or we could go and talk about the noobs. Yeah, like, maybe. Like, <laughs> Look at that guy. <laughs> like, yeah, maybe if you've gotten your diary, your music, and, like, your quest cape, then, yeah, you'll get access to the POH after that quest or something. That'd be cool. Because that'd be cool just to, like, kind of, like, flex or just kind of hang out and, like, see new people making accounts and stuff like that. It'd because... be the new version of people uh, bank standing in their max capes and stuff. <laughs> yeah, because as it is, you can't, like, go the to the back to Tutorial Island, it's of like, course. I think it's the only place you can't go back to, right? Yeah, one of them for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, it. I think that'd be cool. I think it's a cool idea. I like the quest ideas because, I, I mean, everyone knows I like questing. I think it's fun. And yeah. I like having new areas, so I like these ideas a lot. Yeah, I mean, that reminds me, like, in every game I've played that I've gotten to the end game, I, I go back to the, the beginning areas sometimes. Just it's to, like, cool to see. Yeah, just to hang out and stuff like that. I like going to Lumberd sometimes just listening to the music and being like, wow, I used to kill cows and I thought that was it. I didn't even know what bosses were back then. Yeah, I mean, a couple times <laughs> I've, like, just in World of Warcraft, I'll just like go back to like near the starting areas and like hang out. And if I see someone that looks like a legitimate noob, I'll be like, just give them some money just because yeah. I don't, I, I've played the game so long, I don't care about money. So exactly. it's like, yeah, just hooking them up. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, it, it's always been fun. But yeah, they don't really have that here. Like you go to Varrock and it's like, you don't know who's actually a noob yeah. or who's on their seventh alt account. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but if you see someone taking like five minutes to fish up like some fish and it's like, all right, this dude's like brand new. Probably. Or they're AFKing because they're, they're on their other account in Yeah, chambers. or they're getting level three fishing on Totoro Island because they're min-maxing. I know. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, thank you, Hargar Matt, for those. I, I yes, enjoyed them you. a lot. If you guys, if anyone else has any other quest ideas, we'd love to read through them because that was actually really cool. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Matt also had a question this week saying, if you could get anybody associated with RuneScape on the show as a guest, Jmod player, et cetera, who would it be? So we're not good at interviewing people. So I had to I'm think. I'm not good at interviewing We're not people. like interview. I mean, clearly we're just kind of like talking to each other. So I think that the coolest option would be one of the 
like one of the people involved in like the game jams just having them come and like talk about like how they choose to do stuff like because they have all this stuff that they present like i want to hear kind of like how it works like how did you guys choose all these options that people are showing you know yeah i i probably either want an x mod who would hear the drama no just <laughs> just because just because um i feel like they'd be more willing to talk about stuff that uh, that's very true a regular mod wouldn't or mod aiza he seems like the most well-rounded mod um yeah. at least that that i've seen not to you know say anything bad about any of the other ones he just seems like you know like we're kind of on the same page whenever he talks i usually usually agree with him yeah i usually think that he's well i don't know if i agree but i usually don't think he's crazy about whatever he's talking <laughs> about so I That'd guess be cool. maybe him. I don't know. Just to ask about the game. I don't. I, I want to say Bodhi because like I'm a fan of Bodhi, but like I don't know what I would talk to him about. Like, can you just tell us how your day's going, please? I mean, he's played the game for literally five times as long as I have. So really? it's like yeah, I haven't he's played seen the game Bodhi. Since, he's played it since the beginning. I've never actually watched Bodhi because from what I heard, you can't really talk to him in his Twitch chat. And I like <laughs> talking to people. Yeah, he's hilarious. Dude. Yeah. My favorite. One of my favorite things is he just like... He bans people, right? Yeah, he just randomly bans people. It's so funny. I didn't know... Okay, so I've heard of someone randomly banning people. I didn't remember who it was. And the other day, like, I jokingly named my stream that I was banning people for every time I got a white chest in Chambers. People were, like, showing up, asking to be banned and stuff. And I was like, bro, I'm not going to ban any of you guys. It was a joke. And I was like, okay, give me five subs and I'll ban you. And someone did it. So we banned them for a minute and they're like, no, I want to be banned more. And I was like, all right, give me five more then. And they did. And we banned them again. I'm like, bro, why do you want to be banned so bad? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I was happy to get 10 gift subs out of it, but I was like, I don't understand. Why do you guys want to be banned? And people were asking to get banned again yesterday. And I'm like, what is up with you guys? Yeah, I don't know what it is, but even beyond the bannings, <laughs> Bodhi is not only like a really skilled player, but he's also really funny. He seems chill. Uh, yeah, he seems really chill. Him, I mean, if I ever had a PK on, I'd have Torvesta on because he's also hilarious and also very skilled at the game. Could be cool to have a PK on. Yeah. It'd be, it, I'd want to have a PK who also PVMs so they'd have like the best of both worlds. Yeah. Opinions. True, true, true. But um, yeah, I don't know who I'd want to have on. I'd probably say a mod because like I said, I don't know what I would ask a normal person. Yeah, probably. Yeah, mod. I'd love to hear about how they do stuff behind the scenes. Yeah, exactly. But um, so I think that's going to be it, though. It is. What are you planning this week? Um, I am going to start rebuilding my account. Oh. Um, I am going to be playing a ton of Path of Exile probably this whole weekend. <laughs> and um, probably I like to play hardcore in Path of Exile. So if your character dies, you die because I'm a masochist of sorts, I guess. Just but, in that game. Uh, just in that game. Um, yeah, it's, oh, is that why sometimes it's you're extremely in the, punishing. Is that why sometimes I'm playing games and I hear you in the background saying, no, yeah, exactly. I didn't realize you were like that. And I was like, bro, you're kind of dramatic. Yeah, <laughs> it's like losing your hardcore in RuneScape, except not as long. Yeah, over and over and over again. Yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, so I'll probably be playing that. Gonna play the main and actually start making money to hey. begin rebuilding. So I'm gonna probably start by getting, spoiler alert, I'm gonna start by getting a few mil just by selling blood runes probably. Oh yeah. Because there's no requirement to do that. And then you could get gear for actual bossing. Yeah, and then I'll I'll maybe do the mini game too, so I can get some runes for teleporting and stuff. Because I sold Love all of my runes. You sold like a rune? Yeah, I had like I was like, all right, I'll keep this rune pouch full of runes, and I just sold those too. Because I'm like, <gasps> I'd be keeping five mil worth of runes. It's yeah, kind of like cheating. True. You kept your rune pouch though. Yeah, I kept my rune pouch. Okay. So yeah, I'll probably restart there. Gonna keep playing on the alt because now he has a bunch of bond money. Yeah. So yeah, just gonna keep doing that. What about you? Uh, I'm gonna be raiding it up still. Just so, raiding. Yeah, I'm dude. so excited because next. And then week, next week you're gonna do the other raid. Uh huh. Darila hit me up asking if I wanted to join him and some other people, so I might be raiding with him the night it comes out a little bit. The raid game. But if not, I'm sure I could find random people to go with me. Yeah. I've been. I've been. I've raid with like literally anyone who comes by. Yeah. You want to learn though? I teach you off stream now because I don't like to be in voice chat. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'll raid with anyone. So hopefully doing more. I really want to do more challenge modes. I might do some challenge modes tonight with a couple people actually off stream. Yeah. I'm so hesitant to do stuff off stream in case I get a drop, but I also really want to, I really yeah. want to practice. Yeah, whatever. You can't stream everything. Exactly. Yeah. And at least like other people would be there to see if I got something. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, my main plan is just raiding. Um, hopefully with all the herbs I get from raiding, getting my herbaler up. Like to 89, hopefully, you know, maybe like one a week, one level a week. 
And I really want to get my wood cutting to 89 too, which I think I'll be able to get. Oh, also my defense is almost 98, like 50,000 away. Nice. So I was thinking I might do some Slayer just to get it up to... Slayer. Or sorry, it's up almost 98. I got it backwards. Okay. Uh, I think I might do some Slayer just to get my defense up as well. Cool. We'll see. A lot of AFKing stuff. All right. Cool. Yeah. That's... Plus Chambers. Chambers is not the AFK. Let me be clear. I'm not that good yet. <laughs> All right, sounds cool. Um, if any of you want to get in touch with us, hang out, join the community, all that stuff, you can check us out on any of our socials. Yeah, our Twitter is Boonwave OSRS, our Instagram, YouTube, and Twitch are all Boonwave. So twitch.tv slash Boonwave. I stream five days a week, eight hours a day. It's literally a full-time job. So come hang out with me. <laughs> yeah, and also feel free to join our Discord community. Um, yeah, we do weekly bond giveaways. Weekly bond giveaways in there. How I don't have any money. If you have any questions, we share funny videos, memes, stuff like that. You can also find people to raid in there or do yeah. other content. Yeah, if you want to be involved in our Q&A, we have a questions tab specifically for that. Yeah, and I recently, uh, if anyone cares, boosted the server so you get access to a bunch of emojis and stickers and stuff like that. Yeah, he so. has like a new little uh, profile picture that he likes. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> um, so besides that, thank Thanks for listening and I hope you all you. enjoyed and we'll see you all very soon. Very soon. Bye-bye. Bye -bye. Eat, Eat merp. <laughs>